My name is Martin Muller. I am the owner of the Modernism Gallery, which this year is 27 years old. I opened this gallery in San Francisco with the intent to develop an international art program, partly devoted to contemporary art and partly to historical avant-garde movements, primarily European early uh, 20th century vanguard movements. Uh, I try, typically given that I have two different spaces, I always seek very high contrast exhibitions. You have a, a, a French aristocrat turned communist, hardcore intellectual, 80 years old from Paris, and you've got a young Oakland contemporary painter uh, who's interested in pushing paint, pushing color, uh, who is uh, painting in a narrative fashion with very, very intense emotional charge within the work. Uh, Sheldon Greenberg uh, is a Bay Area painter. It is his fourth exhibition with me, and uh, Sheldon is a narrative painter tends to uh, uh, address very powerful emotional issues. The work is very emotionally charged. He uh, likes to uh, incorporate movie imagery, some literary references, and all this is articulated in a very sensual fashion, uh, thanks partly to the use of very thick and uh, rich impasto uh, surface and very bold, bright, warm um, color palette. And uh, you should know that Jacques Villegle is the only surviving artist from a significant art movement in France after the war called the Nouveau Realiste, the New Realist, and hence uh, underlining certain facets of reality and in some cases uh, uh, exaggerating reality because you, by things that are supposed to be very beautiful from an advertising and commercial point of view, at times is uh, very questionable from a philosophical, ethical, moral point of view. And things that are supposed to be tough and not pleasant sometimes can be quite strong, powerful and beautiful. So Jacques' technique is uh, uh, primarily uh, composed of décollage, which is the reverse of a collage by tearing tearing off bits of paper in uh, order to create various dynamics emanating from color interaction on one level, uh, of typographical and word interactions, uh, certain figurative elements, and the interacting of all those components uh, what is clearly spelled and visible versus what is missing 
makes the mind question and allows for the viewer to create its own imaginary, its own new energized mental space. Some of the narrative that comes out of these pictures uh, is very political and deals with very tough and challenging issues. In this exhibition, you have pieces that uh, deal with elections, with abortion, with uh, religion on uh, uh, one side, but also uh, dealing with theater, movies, literature, in some cases dealing with abstraction topped with the typography, with the spelled words in full, with the fragments of the words, uh, with uh, some of the layers being very sensual and um, leaving plenty of room for one's own um, projections and transfers. Hi, I'm Carrie Stevens. And I'm Jen Rogers, and this is Varnish Fine Art. Uh, we met about 10 years ago working in a bronze foundry in Berkeley. And we we're both artists and wanted to open up a new gallery to primarily exhibit sculpture. Um, since then, we've opened up to paintings and all kinds of different uh, medium and art. And we really wanted to change the gallery experience and make it more inviting. And um, so we decided to put in a wine bar along with, with the gallery to just have people relax and enjoy the art more and feel like that they were more welcome. One of our main objectives for opening the gallery was to show more provoking artwork and a little bit riskier work. Um, so that's sort of been our main objective. We've, we've got a gallery with two floors. Downstairs is our, our main feature gallery that we exhibit um, shows from four to six weeks apiece. And then upstairs we have a mezzanine gallery that we exhibit a lot of different types of artwork, people that we've shown in the past and artists that we're interested in to show in the beginning to see how, how they do. Um, and the name Varnish came from Varnishing Day, which was in the past, the night before an opening of a show, the friends and family of the artists would get together and they would literally varnish the paintings to protect them. So then came the name Varnish. We have the bar, so it's like an opening reception all the time. Um, this show is called Three to the Third, and the reason for that title is uh, this is our third year anniversary show. Um, there are three artists in the show, and they, they do have something to do with each other. Uh, the through line of this show between Brian Elliott to Elizabeth Orleans to Kevin Evans is starting with Brian Elliott, He's looking at the human condition and our place in this world and dealing with polished, mechanized forms and idealized body image and our relationship to each other. And then with Liz Orleans, she's looking more specifically only at the natural world and that process, that evolution, decay, growth, depending on the piece, to Kevin Evans, who is looking at the concealed world and invoking subconscious thought when looking at his pieces. The series by Brian Elliott, it's 
entitled Portlanders. He's from Portland, Oregon. And this series, they're portraits that came originally from looking at idealized body shapes presented in children's toys. And he went more for the marginalized body type, as you can see, than the idealized. Um, what he did was he imposed a uniform style on all of his subjects, regardless of their actual physique in real life. And he spent a lot of months compiling poses by driving around the streets of Portland. Um, he noted poses of people that were at intersections, crossing or waiting at lights, waiting for a bus. So they're all people that were part of a, a community that he lives in. I really enjoy the dialogue between Brian Elliott's piece and Liz Orlean's pyramid form down below. It's a ceramic piece. Um, her, her idea with her sculpture is that it's, it, it more invokes a visual sensation. She's more reflecting the ravages of time and evolution um, like a story. But it also kind of feels organic, you know, like something growing, like maybe a, a mold or a moss. Um, and then Kevin Evans, um, he did the intaglio prints on the wall and he is looking at the natural world too, just like Liz Orleans, but it's much more the concealed natural world, like if you were to look under a microscope and it, what you would see, it, looking at a bug or a slide of some unknown plant. The word Rorschachish, I don't think it's a word, but it comes to mind when I look at these, uh, you know, invoking some kind of ancient thought. So, we, so this show, it, it, you know, between the three artists, it's kind of moving from, you know, our everyday world of the human condition and dealing with mechanical structures and polished forms to focusing just on the natural world, less the human condition, and then into um, bringing up, you know, uh, ancient thought. So that's subconscious, yeah. Hi, my name is Rodolfo Gutierrez. I'm with 111 Mina Gallery. We're a multi-use event space and an emerging artist gallery. This month we have Michael Garlington featuring his work Portraits from the Belly of the Whale and Christopher Irion's Photo Booth Across America. 111 Ministry Gallery tries to present a space where an artist could have their, their work shown and be exposed, where people can see it. There's a lot of galleries that a lot of people don't go to we actually give an artist a great audience through our varied events. We select our artists based on sometimes just instinct. Um, it's not always formal, it's not always content-based. Uh, it's, it's sometimes just trying to keep it fresh and keep it exciting and keep it new. The monumental scale of Christopher Irion's work is what gives it a, a, a great impact on a person. They're pretty in your face. They're, they're bold and they, they speak to you about the nature of people all over the nation. Uh, Michael's stuff, surreal, carefully planned. It's just, it gets you in your subconscious, I think, and it, uh, it gets you thinking. It throws you off a little bit. I'm Michael Garlington from Petaluma, California, the chicken capital of the world. A mixture between David Lynch and Leave it to Beaver. You know, hmm. Um, this, my newest piece is Positively Sixth Street. We're standing right in front of it. 
Sixth Street is uh, one of the slum streets in San Francisco, California. Um, a friend of mine, Sham, who runs a club on Sixth Street said, hey Mike, you always wanted to shoot the people there, but you were always worried about you know, getting your stuff stolen. So why don't you come shoot in Club Six? So I did over the past three weeks. It's an ongoing project, but these are the few pieces that I've gotten so far. Uh, beautiful, it isolates them from the street. I started out by giving them sandwiches. Didn't work, so it turned into five bucks a piece. But they really are beautiful, and uh, the people, just to work with them, and sort of isolate them into a carnival setting, like you would get you know, your picture taken in the 1800s or something. Okay, this piece right here is November 3rd. I think we all woke up that morning feeling a little bit sad. I mean, some of us, I think the majority. And um, this was sort of a, my stream of consciousness, uh, primary process for the political process. Yeah. These are journals that I've been uh, taking over the past uh, five years, just driving across the country in my photo car, which uh, I'll show you later. And it's just kind of a, I run a black and white photo lab here in San Francisco called Spindler Photo. And in the lab, everything has to be perfect. Everything has to be spotted. So these are a chance for me to just kind of let go and not spot anything. Well, the, this is my latest book, uh, Portraits from the Belly of the Whale. And um, basically, if I were out on the sea sailing on a sunny day and I got swallowed by a whale, these would be the photos I took in the belly. Hi, my name is Christopher Erian, and you're about to see my show, Photo Booth Across America. This installation is actually not typical of most of the projects that I do, which are site-specific. Uh, for the last two and a half years, I've been traveling around the country, uh, photographing small communities, and then finding ways of exhibiting that work back to the community in places like storefronts or on billboards where people would easily come across them in their daily life. I started this project um, almost three years ago with the idea of trying to find a way of photographing some of the incredible faces that I saw every day on the street. Uh, the photo booth concept, uh, this portable studio that I travel with, came about when I realized that I could, be a, I could have a studio in a public place and yet give them a private space to be photographed in. The photographs are displayed without editing or without uh, changes in size so that they appear on a grid and I don't make a distinction between who the heroes are in the town and the villains. So when the townspeople actually view this they may actually be looking at their friends, acquaintance, acquaintances in hopefully a new way. They're, they also meet the gaze of the person in a photograph, often in ways that they would never meet that gaze in their daily life when they see these same people.